0: A Shishkin Productions Podcast. Okay, in nineteen ninety this is so crazy. Campbell's cream of broccoli soup was invented. Hell yeah.
1: Oh my god. Hell whatever. yeah, whatever. I didn't know I didn't even know broccoli could cream. <laughs> What's up, Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. Today we're going to talk really fast because I'm going to slow this down and post and hopefully it's going to go, we're going to make more, uh, we're going to make more content in a shorter time. Yeah, that, that really lasted.
2: Yeah. I, you, know, <laughs> you know what? You got to have a quick thinking mind. It's difficult to, got to be, talk quickly when you've spent the last three hours drinking and watching soccer. And yeah. And I've definitely been watching soccer. Yeah. And I've definitely been doing the other thing. Um, we just watched Argentina fucking
1: beat Holland. Yeah. It was, yeah, bad, it was very sad. But it was a client meeting. It was nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it was, it was good to see KG again. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we've seen yeah, him talk been. to him. A few weeks. Weeks. Oh, a few weeks. Oh, since few weeks. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, the MLS season ended, so we haven't really been in in constant communication like we had been. Yeah. You know, three times a week prior. He went off the grid. He did. He did. He went backpacking somewhere in a, a foreign foreign in a foreign state. land. Yeah, you know that book, Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, no, I don't. It's about Kyle. Oh, yeah. Well, I had no
1: idea. I really hope that book's not like canceled or like fucking weird. No, it's good. Okay, we are special still guest right. is nodding. That's a good. All book. right, our special guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an inside joke. Um, uh, Chris, um, look, this is gonna be a good episode, but it's gonna be jam packed of content with content, I should say. Uh, but it's gonna
2: be quick. I, th- I think we're trying to not go over an hour today. I, I think so. We've got stuff to do. Yeah, you know, the last few weeks, we uh, we're always like, man, we don't really have a lot to talk about, and then an hour and a half later, we're like, all right, it's nine p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we had. 90 minutes of content Today we have a ton to talk about
1: Which is is why we were trying to do double speed to start Exactly We've decided, you know what? we're just going to get as far as
2: we can in one hour. Yeah, but, but before we get... This, this is going to be like 24, <laughs> but with one hour instead <laughs> oh, no. of 24. Oh, no. That, does that mean we're not going to have a chance to pee for like 24 hours? <laughs> no That's sad. Um, Before we get too far into it, you should give us a follow at yeah. Real Gang on Twitter and no, Instagram. No peeing. What is this? The Lorimer stuff? <laughs> oh, my God. It smelled like absolute piss. It was it terrible. Was terrible. Uh, we are also uh, Real Gang at gmail.com. That's the place to be, honestly. I know, because no one Everyone's there. It's like there's so much space to just kick back and relax. So, kick back. Dude. Come join us at scizzlerealgang at gmail.com. Send us an email. And of course, we have the Sizzle Real Cold, Cold Line. line. Brr. Brr. No one's calling it. It's super cold. It is brick. It's
1: a tundra. Yeah. The sizzle reel tundra. Call in. (laughs) It is permafrost. Three, three, two, three, 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 forty-three, sixty-one. Uh, before we really kick it off, I got an angry which is crazy. Like, okay. Our listeners are so dedicated, not dedicated enough to send an email or yeah. call in but they will text me directly complaining what yeah why would they text me directly uh, i don't know they're afraid of you, you intimidate oh. them, alpha chris um the yeah joe joe texted me and said he's he disappointed doesn't, that, doesn't like being called out no he's disappointed that we're not considering him like the top sizzler or whatever and that he's like oh i've been here since day one blah blah so you know what if you're mad wait who's you better call in or leave who a message did we
2: call the top sizzler
1: Kevin. Kevin? I think, yeah.
2: But well, it, it's, that's the top it, sizzler can evolve. It's true. It's true. It's just because Joe, you know, we haven't heard from you lately. I feel so like that's you, what I you told came him. to sizzle real live and you're like, all right, I've had enough of these motherfuckers. I think what happened is he's resting on his laurels. Oh, you yeah. ever rest on your laurels? Uh, I, yeah, it kind of hurts after like 30 minutes though. So that's I try classic. to give him give that's, my laurels that's a break. laurels, dude. That's laurels yeah. for you. Um, Yeah, but he, so he
1: called it, or he didn't call it, that's kind of the problem, but he texted me and said, you know, he's mad. And I said, you
2: better take that energy, put it into a call to the frozen tundra cold line. Look, to be fair to Joe, for a while, he wasn't a sizzler. He was straight up our executive producer. Yeah. You know, it's like he graduated from sizzler and, and And now he's falling off Yeah, now he's getting laid off. Oh no. Sizzle reel are doing layoffs. That's that. I mean, it's sweeping across the industry and now now it's hitting the sizzle
1: reel. The sizzle reel has been hit. Um, Before we get... We're going to talk about layoffs a little bit
2: later, but Chris, um, let's do the, what have you been up to thing? So for me this week, uh, Monday, I did some, Work for a nonprofit that they work with, uh, you know, like kids leaving the foster system right. in Southern California, and they kind of assist them uh, through college and into you know after graduation with job placement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a, a noble and worthy cause, and the, probably felt good working on that. Yeah, and the, the edit was very straightforward. Uh, Notes came back super organized. They had a script, it was it fucking oh perfect. yeah, and the notes were very chill. Yeah, we just need some new VO that we're I think we're still waiting on maybe. It came in today um yeah i don't know if it's coming yet they're supposed to record it today but i mean whatever
1: that that project is like pretty in a good place yeah it's it's far enough along and they're actually like really organized and because you know it's weird like when it's a non-profit and it's a smaller thing you're always Mm -hmm. like hmm this could go one of two ways yeah yeah and this one is like everyone is organized and cool and you know, they just need a video. I love it. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. you just need a video.
2: Well, that was Monday. And then Tuesday through early, early today, uh, you and I were both... And Amy as well. We are kind of knee deep in some agency work. agency stuff. Uh, we, it's an agency we work with before we did some rip reels for them maybe a month ago. Yeah. This and is kind of new, new work for us. It is doing agency stuff. We don't really do it that often. It, it happens every once in a while. And usually it's like very overwhelming for a week. And then we just leave kind of like burnt out and and just, I don't know you I ever get your mustache caught in the can dude it's the worst yeah the it's fucking worst. not a good not a
1: good time That's why I always turn my can to the left like the little lid oh really I always thought you did that just
2: to part of it. it's
1: part of it's to know that it's mine yeah. but part of it is because if you get your mustache caught in your fucking can dude oh you, it sucks man just imagine someone yanking
2: on your lip Ugh. Nah, my see yeah, my, my, my mustache it like doesn't grow in thick enough I mean I so so when it does you don't get a little thicky I, I don't, I don't get the thicky, but because it's, it's thin enough that it, 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 when it gets caught, it's just like one or two hairs that pull really fucking hard. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Because then you, cause
1: you're like, you're, you're, you're going to pull it away. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm done with this sip. And then suddenly you're, Oh, and then you have to keep it up here. Put your hand and unhinge yourself. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's you have to thing. do the whole
2: thing on mic. It's my, 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 let the other host vamp. <laughs> yeah, while well, it goes on. Sounds And then you have to, to derail the whole show to explain how that just happened. <laughs> happens all the time. I know. Um, what are you talking about? We're talking about rip reels. So oh, yeah. we had a new batch of three rip reels. So last time we did two rip reels for two different brands that they were bidding on both yeah. of them. This mm. time we did three rip reels all for the same brand for mm. a presentation that happened earlier today. We haven't heard back on it. Hopefully they got it. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they don't make the decision. Right there in the meeting, yeah. But, I'll, I'll probably hit him up next week. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see find what out happens. But uh, we'll overall, put producer
1: Amy on that. This was Pretty a crazy fucking.
2: It was. Contract. It was. It was a. It was a stressful week with some long days, uh, but we got to have some clients in. Yeah, uh, the you know the creatives came by and hung out with us for a couple days while we worked on it. And it's it, always it was, a roll of the dice when the clients come in because you is. never know what you're going to get. Well, I, I will say, going into it, we were we were like not keen on the idea of having a live edit session. Like we were yeah. pushing back to try to avoid it as much as we could. Uh, but we got lucky that, uh, you know, all the people well, who came through were really fun to work with. I will say like, I, I think we got given almost an
1: option. It was like, we want to have the client like, or the, sorry, well, it's our client. They were saying we want to be there. Yes. Period. Right. It was either we're going to be there in person or we're gonna do like a an edit session where like you're gonna you can do a screen share and like they can hang out or I or like we're that. gonna send a, like a lot of versions and be in constant. It was gonna be a very close thing because the turnaround was really quick. Yeah, yeah. And and it so started on Tuesday and it was due on for, Thursday for night. For me personally, like I would rather have someone in than someone like on Zoom with me. I, 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 I never want to do. Don't that. Don't want to do that. Yeah. So we were like, okay, yeah, they can come in, whatever. They can come in and hang. And yeah, like you said, like, luckily, they ended up being super fucking chill. Yeah, 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 I was like, whoa, this is great. Actually, this is, like, really great because, you know, we get along and see eye to eye and work at the same pace. And, like, yep, you know, they're the creatives. And, I, like, I think normally editors are considered to be, like, a technical position. But the way that sure. we do shit around here is a little bit more, like,
2: creative. Well, yeah, we typically have some hand in, in the the producing, the the production idea of it. Yeah, so we just had, like it was it was i don't know it was it was like a laid
1: back vibe you know i hate yeah. to be like that dude was like yeah it was like creatives chilling but like it really it really was, was what it
2: felt like it, there was no like and it, it felt you know, good too because sometimes when we'd get uh you know like they'd have the agency themselves like the people not here would have kind of outlandish requests uh the the creatives who were hanging out with us were able to kind of push back cuz we were all in on the same page yeah. about where the videos were and what needed to be done. Yeah, and well, also they were they were just able to
1: defend their ideas, which yeah, is cool. You yeah. know, there wasn't any like bending over backwards for any sort of request that came down, and unless I, it was like a reasonable request. I
2: guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I I also felt like we saw the videos in the same way like yeah. what what the idea behind the concept what we were trying to convey with them i think we were all on the same page and maybe the the higher-ups at the agency didn't necessarily see it the same way so it was yeah. nice to kind of we could vent with them and right while still you know working to get it done yeah and also just kind of establish
1: like Estab- by venting or by discussing it, we were able to like even further establish what the goal was of these pieces, right? Yep, yep. So like everyone could could like work together to to come up with the vision. Um, yeah. So I for to, for like to cover what a rip reel is because yeah. I feel like maybe that's not the most like well known kind of terminology sure. ever. It's basically a pitch asset. Um, it's almost like you're trying. To, it's like a vibe reel. Like you get across the vibe of the commercial campaign that you would like to make for this brand right yeah and this video um it's almost like it's it's almost like the commercial that you would make ideally if you could yes but it's it's kind of like found footage it's or found it's footage collage like you're yeah like you're gonna pull things from different things to get a uh, of certain vibe across. Right. So for example, like if, if you were making, uh, an ad and the theme was like, it's like magic, like something uh, like Uber eats, it's like magic. The food just appears at your door. Like you maybe go, okay, well, what's a famous thing that has magic? Oh, Harry Potter has magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like the it, illusionist, the or- illusionist the, yeah, like you could, and then you go find all of these things these good scenes, or whatever, these good moments, yeah. yeah, Narnia or anything. And you take these, you clip them all out, you kind of put them together and you almost create your own sort of vision of this reel. The beauty of it is that you can use anything because this is an internal pitch yep. product, like a pitch uh, asset. So yep. it's never going anywhere. It's being shown in a room, discussed, and that's it. That's really cool because you can use any footage you want, any music you want. You can do anything. Yeah. It also, it means that there is a world of possibilities in anything. It's kind of is overwhelming. Video, right? Yeah.
2: So, I mean, just for example, I used clips from Jurassic Park, from Back to the Future, from King of the Hill, from, from some Tom Hanks movies, from Ace Ventura, yeah. like, I was all over the place with it. Uh, the like with Simpsons the, got in there without getting too specific about
1: what what we were doing. Your reel that you mostly worked on was kind of a bigger picture, more comedic idea that yes. was like that was it was like it was comedic in tone and it was supposed to feel big. Yes, and the idea that I had was like very uh, it was it was more traditional. So mine featured a lot of like you know. Footage that was from maybe past ads that were related to this space. Yes. So like mine was felt a little more traditional. So yeah. like it, that's what was cool is that we both had totally different yeah. assignments. And
2: then that then there was a third one that mostly Cuba worked on. Then I the, worked on a some and you you wrapped it up and that was like the, the emotional, emotional one. Yeah. yeah.
1: The third one was very human focused. It exactly. was like people and people feeling emotions. Exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous, I mean, but that that's what it was. One hundred percent. Mine was like close-ups of objects a lot of the time Kubas mm-hmm. was people like wide wider shots or medium shots of people some close-ups of people's faces yes and yours was like total kind of like departure zany, like zany yeah. wild collage yeah. almost um which you know i think it actually worked out well i think it, it ended up fitting to the right people because yeah, i think yeah, yeah. if i had to do yours i would have been totally lost Mine was pretty easy. Mine was like very scripted and like show this at this time, show this at this time. I,
2: I also had a big boost because the the day that we you got, got big, these projects, You got a big booties? Yeah, I got a big booty. <laughs> I got a I got a big boost because big we <laughs> we all sat down that evening and we all brainstormed ideas. Is it's a big, big booty. booty, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. My birthday's uh, in June. Okay, I know June. 8th. Okay, wait. Sorry, you were doing what? Yeah. Uh, you and your big booty. <laughs> We all sat down on my big booty <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of brainstormed ideas like of, of different films, movies, whatever comedies that we could source images from that would fit the idea that we were working on. Right. Um, and that, you know, we kind of went line by line through the script yeah. and be like, what would fit here? What would fit here? And yeah. you know, we download them. Then the next day we did our first versions in the next two days. No, I guess the next day they were in. Yeah, I mean that was a
1: whirlwind. Like we just got things really, really quick. I mean, I will say those projects—they're—they're fun. They're really, really fun. I think I could not do—I don't want to say I couldn't do more than one of them a month, but like they're they. They're stre- they're kind of stressful. Like the, the there's prob- a
2: lot of the, shit. Happening. The big problem is the time frame we are working in, and every time we've worked with this uh, company, it's always a rush job. I think that's just the, that the world. Uh, though. Yeah, I think exactly. Ads world is always like we need it yesterday. Exactly. And you know the the guys who are in here hanging out with us, they basically said the same thing. They said just as much, and they they work in that world. And that, but that's why I'm kind of saying, like to me. I I can't do that
1: pace. That pace is way too much. I used to think I wanted to do agency shit. And I remember I talked to Matt King and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, it's because I'd never tried it. And even just dipping my toe in on all this stuff, I'm like, it's fun, (sighs) but I think I understand Stockholm syndrome now. Yes. If that makes any sense. Like yesterday I got home Cause I was here from nine to nine yesterday. Uh, and yeah, I yeah. got I got home and I actually had dreams about the reels. Oh no! And I also had dreams about and Intel in Skyrim and about Intel. No, oh. not very many Skyrim dreams. Actually, okay, but I'm making progress. <laughs> Good um, for you. Skyrim's fucking lit. Uh, but yeah, just having said that, like I couldn't do that more than once a month. I don't think because it is like. It's a
2: it's a lot of energy, yeah, to, to do those, it is. Uh, I, I like working on those projects. I just the time frame is a little bit stressful for us. And the other part is like, you know, those the people who work in the agency world are used to working 12 hour days all the time. And I think they struggle when they're working with an outside entity that, cause they don't have the same control. Like they, yeah. they want you to work nine to nine every day as well. And it's yeah. like, I'm sorry, that's not the deal. That's just not how we work. Right. Like we're going to get everything done, but we're going to work from 11 to seven, you know, yeah. like yeah. It, that's or, or just 10 or 10 to six or 10 to six. Yeah. It's like that's or 11 just, to six. Yeah. Or, or 11 to, to four to yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> it's one like one
1: to two. It, even. Just
2: Depends on the day. Sometimes
1: but I'll come in and have lunch and leave. That <laughs> that has <laughs> happened before. That's usually when we have nothing to do. Oh um, yeah, I mean yeah. So uh, another thing with that, uh, I think this is something that we we talked about. So we have this little the the Matt H King Memorial Production Studio. Yes, here. Yes. So one thing that's really cool about this is we thought we'd be doing podcasts in here, and we sometimes do. But with this stuff, we've been recording a ton of VO in here. It's been very useful <clears throat> because the mics are good. Uh, somehow our VO ends up making it into these reels, yeah. even though we're not VO artists. Like, well, so
2: of, of the five of the reels we've, we've, done, we've done, we've,
1: we did the VO for four of them. And the, 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 uh, the fifth one was recorded here with one of the
2: creatives. Who was exactly. So, exactly. Uh, so I, you know, I think that really adds a, it's it, a little bit of professionalism, it's a little bit of value that goes a long way. I think I, I, I'm guessing that, the the higher oh no, the mustache oh, got, I got stuck, stuck again.
1: Oh, oh.
2: Do we need to take five? No, no, we're good. Okay, I'm I, gonna I, power through us. These are podcast injuries. They happen. I'm guessing. handing my old cup. I'm guessing <laughs> that the the, fi, uh, the the higher ups at the agency don't really realize how useful that is to have. But they were like at last hour of the whole project, they were trying to re-record VO with new people uh, and, and swap it in, but they were recording. I don't know if it was on an iPhone or if no they just didn't have the microphone settings right on the computer when they recorded, but it, it was, sounded terrible. Yeah, it, it sounded was not, really bad. And unfortunately it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing we could, could really do. It's a bummer because I, I know they wanted
1: like to vary it up. They wanted to, It was a multiple spot, multiple not spots, multiple reels. And for each one for this particular product, I think they wanted to have like uh, female voices. Um, But we only had one female voice. I mean, we had a second earlier on, but that second one took off to atlantic city that's true she's gambling her up. life away she's yeah. gambling her life away we got to keep an eye on her yep. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just joking she's she's not By gambling. was it was did, it was florida ca- my- she went to atlantic city for work or something. yeah did my bet ever cash i don't know Oh, chris is out here fucking gambling um chris let's and go ahead and wrap addicted. this fucking segment up uh uh one other thing i wrote that i've been up to other than that the rip reels are fun that's my last finishing thought yeah on. i really enjoy working them. on those cool. yeah um I had an interview with Mr. Beast. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, dude. I um, I had an interview with Mr. Beast, and uh, they asked the first thing he asked, the, not not actually like the guy from Mr. Beast. It yeah, it was like a headhunter, a uh, recruiter. It wasn't even headhunter. He works at Mr. Oh, okay, Beast. Okay, it wasn't okay. a middleman. Because I asked, I was like, "Are you just a middleman, or do you work there?" He's like, "No, I'm full time. Like I work okay, there." Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but they uh, I he said he opened a relocation. And I said, "Yeah, I mean, if the price is right, sure." But um, it's. I was like, where would I be relocating to? Cause like I'm already in New York. So I imagine that just means you guys are in LA or something. He said, no, they're in Greenville, North Carolina. I, and I, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think I can, I don't think I'm like, Maybe, just, maybe at some point in my life it would be a fine move, but it right now it's just
2: not the move. It's uh, really yeah. not close to anything. Like it's an hour or so outside of Raleigh. It's several hours from Charlotte. Like so, it's a small ass town. The cool to be thing honest. is, he was
1: telling me that they have like this giant, giant production studio there, and that the team is fucking awesome. And and honestly, it it actually sounded pretty enticing. The thing is, like, I'm just not like that into the YouTube, like the Mr. Beasts of YouTube and that whole world. Like I'm not just, I'm not that immersed in it. So yeah. it would just be a total thing. Uh, basically I basically had a great conversation with the guy though. And I was like, look, I'm just going to keep checking in with you every couple months. And like, hopefully you guys have remote work that we can just take on. Yeah. I told that, him that about I told him what we do. And he was like, damn, like you guys have done a lot of stuff. Like, so you guys obviously know what you're doing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I would love to get the
2: opportunity to work on stuff. I'm just not going to pick up and move to fucking North no. Carolina. And, you know, honestly, it was a respectable salary, especially for that area. You'd be oh, high rolling. rolling in Greenville. I, say, I don't
1: even know if I'm allowed to say it, but I don't think we did an NDA. It was he said I said, how much is the salary? I was expecting like an annual number. And he was just like, it's 10K a month. So and then at that point I should have asked like is it 1099 or is it W two but I think it's W two because it's the website says it comes with all like the benefits yeah I'm sure it is honestly the gig sounds fucking lit yeah like I'm sure it's a great gig if I was like 24 I would and I was like into YouTube I'd be like wait you're gonna give me 10 thousand a month and I get to be at the Mr Beast like production studio every day making content like that I writing and like you're you're allowed to help write it and pitch ideas yeah yeah you get to be a a proper creative the budgets are like fucking sick for that shit too it's not like some random youtube it's like good budgets and i was like man you know if i was younger i would probably have been like hell yeah yeah I, I, I i will dedicate like one to three years of my life to Greenville, North Carolina to go fuck around for a bit.
2: I mean, imagine cool. what like what you pay for rent, what you would get in Greenville, North Carolina, like you would probably have True. like a two story house uh, like and a mortgage for, for half three the price. House. Yeah. Four story house. Okay five. So I would want one room per story. Okay. I'd want like the cigarette of Greenville. (laughs) You, you want to live in like one of those firefighter test uh, like training facilities. Exactly. Exactly. It's a sideways stories from Wayside School. That's me. Oh my God. Louis Sacker
1: over here. Shout out, man. Talking about holes. Um, uh, All right. uh, Chris, we already did like a pretty big first segment, but real quick, layoffs again I wrote down. Yeah, uh, this is this isn't anything too crazy. Like No um, This time what? It's AMC. AMC layoffs are coming up, it says. But then they also were talking about how Warner Brothers laid people off, Criterion. Disney did a hiring freeze. And unfortunately Um, BuzzFeed slash Complex just did some layoffs this last week. 12% of the
2: workforce, 180
1: people. It's a real bummer because we have a lot of friends there and they're all like super talented. Like honestly, it's kind of an end of an era because those people I worked with in, in post specifically were all like super fucking talented. And like I learned a lot from them and I think they had a really, really good thing going. There was like so much camaraderie and it's so hard to build a team yeah. like that, especially that big that can work together fluidly and like be sure. The fact that they managed to take that amount of people and go remote and keep turning things around. It's, it's really fucking impressive. It really honestly. really Yeah. hundred like, percent. And so it's, it's just a bummer to see it kind of restructuring. Yeah.
2: From, from a like very myopic point of view, it, you know, it really does directly affect us. Uh, it, it can be a good thing. It sucks that a lot of our friends lost their jobs, but they're they're going to land somewhere new. They always do. And, you know, I mean, it, my
1: first thought is, like, if we get freelance work, we now have a pool of editors that we can actually bring on. So yeah. like, hopefully we can help them land places or exactly. at least get them
2: gigs every once in a while. And I will say, I think most of the people that we work directly with with Complex, they're still there for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. So, so there's some extra work coming our way uh but it, it's just th- they've been moving that way for like a year now since yeah. Buzz, since buzzfeed bought them out we kind of saw this coming i think we talked about it this time yeah. last year and it finally happened I don't know. It just
1: sucks because it feels like it came out of nowhere. There's never a good time. There's yeah. never a good time to do layoffs. Right before and the holidays
2: is a tough time, though.
1: There's never, like, a good way to do them either. There's ways to not do them. Like, remember when that guy get, did that Zoom call, like, earlier this year? I don't know if you remember that. There's, yeah, like, a yeah. tech story. The,
2: the, was it the, who uh, was it, who I or was no. it, I don't
1: remember what the what the fucking company was, but like the guy did like the CEO did like a all hands, almost Zoom call with like thousands of people and then just like laid half the company off or some shit. It was like, what are you doing? Like, it's definitely not the way to do it. Better dot com. Yeah. They better fucking figure out a way to not lay off people like through Zoom. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm. I mean it's
2: just it's a bummer all these people are really good at what they do so i hope yeah. they land on their feet i'm confident they will for the amc stuff i'm not surprised at all because amc like they kind of pivoted and thought that they were going to get a lot of subscribers on their streaming service mm-hmm. which is the dumbest idea to me it's like amc doesn't have that much you know they're like There's one or two channels Better Call Saul yeah and they had that Don Draper show right? Mad Men like, Mad like yeah and Walking Dead like it shows that 10 years ago were you know part of that golden age of television yeah but guess what those those shows aren't big anymore Better Call Saul has ended yeah. like Walking Dead stopped being relevant eight years ago yeah it's just People aren't going to subscribe just to AMC. They're not going to pay $8.99 a month for a single channel. It just does not make sense. I just
1: think it's so funny how, like, like no exaggeration, like 10 years ago, everyone saw the writing on the wall and are like, you know, all of these streaming services are going to consolidate eventually again, or we're just going to have, like, cable packages Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, And it's like every year we're moving closer and closer and closer to it. It's just like... It's just weird, man. It's it's like, it's just, if we know it's coming, why don't we just figure out a way to make it, just, just excel, just get there. Just fucking
2: consolidate again. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, Yeah, it's because it's so many different companies and, yeah. like, it, you're never going to get them to work together again the same way because and they all see, they all have dollar signs in their eyes.
1: Also, like, the pie is sliced so thin and no one fucking watches any of them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, maybe people still watch them, but, like... Every year, less and less people are watching because more and more people are just like watching YouTube and TikTok.
2: Like, I don't think that 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 the numbers are going to go up. Well, well, and they're pretty anti-consumer as well. Like they're moving towards anti-consumer practices where like for AMC, for example, if you only sign up for AMC plus when. Better Call Saul is coming out You can only watch like that Episode during that week or something Stupid oh, really? like that they they did It might not be exactly that but They definitely put everything behind A wall even if you were paying for it Just so that it's crazy yeah j- Just so that you weren't gonna like pay for it For a month binge and it then, and, then, the and the dip, then Cancel yeah which is like bruh It's like, then I'm just going to pirate it. I'm sorry. Like on Tuesday night, I went home and downloaded 40 different movies for the rip reel because guess what? I can fucking torrent things like, you know, this has been around since the early 2000s pirating. Like, but also like to me, it's like
1: if they were to do something like that, then I'm not going to subscribe to a thing for multiple months to watch a thing I want to see. I'm just going to go on YouTube and rent the episodes for three dollars an episode, and just watch that. all of them. But 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 what I'm trying to say is, like it, it, it's not, about access. Not everyone is so technologically inclined yeah. where they know how to torrent something. Yeah, but everyone knows how to go on YouTube and type in uh, "Better Call Saul" season four, and they can just rent "Better Call Saul" season four. Yeah, hundred percent. Like for how many? Well, let's I don't know how many episodes it is, but just assuming it's ten, 10. episodes for three bucks an episode, thirty bucks for for. 10 hours of content like yeah maybe it's not the greatest deal but it, it's it's there and yeah, it's like yeah. I've spent 30 I fucking spent $32 to go to a bar to watch the fucking World Cup that's true I'll spend $30 to watch a season of Better Call Saul you know what I mean it's it, it's not that crazy yeah because um, that's how that's how I watch Better Call Saul season 3 I know it's like I, wa- I rent I couldn't find anywhere to watch it and I saw that they were on YouTube I guess I'll rent them episode by episode And it's what I did. And I deal with movies all the time, too. I watch more movies on YouTube than I do anywhere else. If I I see a movie, I don't even bother seeking out what... I don't type in, like, how to stream, blah, blah, blah. I go to YouTube, I type in whatever full movie, and then I go rent
2: it because it's easier. For me, pretty much the only things worth paying to stream are live sports. Like, nothing else makes sense to stream anymore because, like, I don't need to see... A whatever sitcom live, like I don't need to see it when it premieres. I can wa- I can wait a week. Like yeah. live sports, I need to see that day, of course. But everything also else- like
1: with sitcoms, what I mean with TV, I watch like The Simpsons and Shark Tank. Yeah, and I have them set to DVR on YouTube TV. YouTube TV, and is so I just fucking skip through all
2: the damn commercials. Yep. So
1: it's like YouTube is just like the perfect
2: product right e- even Hulu like I've paid for that for like five or six years now and I'm about to cancel it because like I I just started watching like Futurama in the back you know sometimes you just want something on in the background that yeah. you're familiar with so yeah. I was like I'll, I'll watch through F- Futurama again it's been a while it's been a while it's the- it's like three minute ads Every like four times an episode, and it's like this is a twenty-three-year-old show at this point. Like, why? Why am I watching through ads? I'm just going to DVR all these episodes on YouTube TV because they're all syndicated. They're on. They're on Comedy Central. They're on FX. They're on Fox. You know, they're on all these different places. I'm not like such a Futurama head where I need to watch every
1: single episode in order. Exactly. It's like I'm just gonna fucking pick. That's me with The Simpsons. It's like uh, I kind of just want something on for like an hour for like half an hour while I like eat food or something. It's like, oh, Simpson season 14. Oh, yep. this one looks pretty funny. Yeah, all right Exactly. Like, well,
2: in YouTube TV, I I don't know this for a fact, but I think they might just guess what kind of things you might be into because I apparently had all of Rick and Morty DVR'd and I like I'm not a big Rick and Morty guy. yeah I don't think I would have set You're that. You're not a Rick head. I'm not a Rick head. <laughs> not 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 into Pickle Rick like that. Damn, uh, dude. But like I I wouldn't have set that up, uh, but it was already recorded. And I was like, fuck it. I'll watch through this series. I'll see what yeah. it's about. Yeah. And it's like, what, why, why pay for anything else at this point? Granted, yeah. YouTube TV is pretty expensive. We all split it. I think, I think well, YouTube I TV is just to, cable. It is. It's, it's just but cable, but it, it's, it's like better. advanced it's cable. It's way, way better. It really is. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I don't know. Like, that's why I said, we're getting back into all that shit, yeah, but there's just like less money to go around. Therefore, sure. Everyone is laying everyone off. It's almost like it's funny, though, because I, I think Kyle said this while we were watching the game. He was like, no one's figured out the digital media space
2: yet or something. Didn't he say that? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's he, like, he, well, he was right. saying that, like, f- especially for companies who solely exist in that digital media space, like it doesn't yeah. necessarily make sense for them. Like with complex, that's why there's layoffs, because it's difficult to make money when all, you only do. YouTube yeah, or, or like, you know, random social media. Yeah. Was um, it
1: him who said, was, was that Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. It was, was. okay. Cool. Yeah. I just
2: was tripping. Yeah. hundred percent. And then like, you know, yeah, he, he was saying like, even, even if it, it's a good thing that MLS doesn't just do that because they would have a much more difficult time because yeah. like you have to be multifaceted with yeah. where your product is. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's just getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper to mm-hmm. make
1: good things. And uh, that's kind of the, the problem. We're going to talk about that in the second half. The second half is going to be all AI stuff. We went a little long, but the second half is going to be short, short and to the point. We're going to bring in our special guest. She's going to tell us a little bit about her week and then AI, and it's just going to be such a good
2: second half. See you on the other side. And we're going to talk really fast. (laughs) Welcome Welcome back, Sizzlers. Sizzlers. (laughs) You motherfucker. (laughs) We are back. We are rocking it. Love we are stepping it on your intro. <laughs> yeah, you've been doing that so Step much lately. Step it on your intros and on your tail. <laughs> Don't talk about my tail. My bad, my bad. Uh, yeah up? so we're, we're here <laughs> okay, what? what is wrong with you you're like oh we're just gonna chaos, rock this second chaos, off chaos baby Team chaos all right uh gemini moon that's yeah. what I heard. Oh, that was the other day though oh fuck yeah what that, were
1: you trying to say I was, welcome
2: sizzlers or something like that <laughs> i have no idea
0: <laughs> like vibe.
2: so uh this second half this segment uh, we're bringing on our special guest, Amy Gassaway. She's uh, she's here. Yeah, uh, don't talk yet, Amy. <laughs> yeah, no talking. Uh, so, just a, a quick preface. This second half is gonna be about AI, specifically AI writing. Yes. Yeah. There was a thing that got made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called chat what's it called chat gpt I, I think maybe amy wants to tell us about it amy amy what's up man no no she, no, she, declined. she can't talk hey yet. what's up oh, I, I don't
0: i don't know about it i Not was know about it i that was i was motioning that we should just jump in
2: oh she wants to just dive on it, in. fa- fall
1: into the gap um chris you know a lot about ai that's why Do we I? had you intro the segment yeah, because aren't you AI? I
2: mean, oh, are you a person? Stop <laughs> talking about...
1: No, my bad, my bad, my bad. People don't need to know these things. Chris is an AI with a tail.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, it it has been a lot. It's been on my mind, especially with this chat GPT thing. Chris, you know what chat GPT is? Um,
2: so... Yes and no. It's been, it's been having a moment. Yeah, it's been having a moment. So is Aubrey Plaza. Um, it's it's uh, basically it's a very advanced artificial intelligence uh, writing program that you can give it a prompt and you can be extremely specific with it. Uh, Like, for example, earlier today, Alexi was just playing around with it and he was like, write me a radio play about post production. Yeah, I wanted
1: to see if it could write. This is a real Christmas Christmas special, which yes. I've already written,
2: by the way. Of, but course. I, yeah, of
1: course. But I wanted to see how it would do. And you, this isn't even a joke. Amy, you didn't you didn't hear. I, I've said this on the podcast. The opening line of the Christmas special is Twas the night before Christmas and all through the edit suite. Not a creature was stirring and not even a parakeet. Right. Right. So I I gave it a prompt about like, write a radio play based around Christmas themes uh, and Christmas stories um, that involves two video editors and blah, 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 whatever. And literally the opening line, it said narrator. It was the night before Christmas and all through the edit suite. Not a creature was stirring not even a mouse so it's not a very good writer but it, but it started the, it started the same way I it, it, tried. It's, it's, it one, tried. it's one word worse of a writer than you are yeah which you know sometimes that one word makes all the difference it does it does um but chat gpt it, it's pretty fucking cool i mean look i think it's it's been pretty well documented and it's pretty clear but i i'm a huge AI apologist. I'm really, really into the AI tech, and I think it's very fucking cool. I understand that it, like, it can be used in bad ways, and yeah. like, it potentially is going to take you know, all our jobs. Yeah, but I think that we shouldn't even have jobs to begin with. I think we should be spending That's our time true. pursuing leisure and and growth as humans, not fucking making dollars for people. Yeah. But um, this person wrote that chat GPT has crossed 1 million plus users in just five days. He said to compare, it took Netflix 41 months. It took Facebook about 10 months and Instagram about two and a half months, which is kind of insane. Um, it is kind of really easy to sign up for. So of course it's like a little different. Um, you don't have to, and, and, you don't have to like, you know, Instagram, you have to build a network and like kind of look through pictures and shit with ChatGPT, GPT. You can sign up, make a little fucking request and uh, play with it for five minutes and then you're done, you mm-hmm. know? So it's easy, but that's kind of nuts. A million people, a million people have signed up for that's it. That's a lot. What kind of uh, prompts have you been throwing in there? To, uh, uh, so I just threw the, in that those first few, um, I was hoping on this segment, like, we could all kind of throw in some prompts. Okay. So, I I've signed up for it so I can pass my laptop around if you guys want. Um I also just signed up. You signed up, yeah. great. Amy, if you want to sign up for or I can I can give you my laptop. But it it can do a lot of things. Like for example, I mean, it, it's really powerful. Like it can generate code for you to build an app or a website from scratch. There's one guy who doesn't know how to code at all. He used it to build a bot, a Twitter bot. He oh, just wow. like used he kept feeding it prompts like generate the code till he got it till it got like whittled down to be correct and uh yeah i mean he did it like it's crazy it can debug your code as well it can generate like you know it can it, it can be used for fitness it can generate like If you have if you want to do like a weight loss plan, you can type it in or if you want to do like a muscle building plan for certain, you know, certain muscles or whatever you can say, oh, I want to like work on my leg muscles or whatever you can over three months or I need to do like ankle (sighs) physical therapy and it'll come up with
2: a plan for you. You know, it's. It's I just kind of nuts. I just put in a prompt: a screenplay about a family from Florida visiting Bucky's gas station for the first time on Christmas, mm. <laughs> and it start. I'll, I'll just. Oh no! It just disappeared. Never mind. I, I can't. I can't share it. Well, what was what was it like? Um, it started out. I can just run the run the prompt again, honestly. Yeah. So the, this prompt is different, but uh, or the, the, the result is different. Yep. But this one is titled a Bucky's Christmas. <laughs> Act one, the family, the Smiths are from Florida and are traveling to Texas to visit relatives for the holidays. They have heard about Bucky's, but have never been to one before. As they are driving on the highway, they see a Bucky sign and decide to stop for a break. They pull into the parking lot and are amazed by the size of the store. (laughs) Act two. The family goes inside and are greeted by the friendly staff. They browse the aisles, amazed by the selection of snacks, <laughs> to be drinks, always amazed. and other items. <laughs> they decide to try some of the food and order brisket sandwiches and other items from the deli counter. I got a brisket sandwich while I was there. Did you really? Yeah, yeah so you really really knows did. Chris too. Well. It does. <laughs> it's one of Chris's kind. Act, AIs. Act three. <laughs> As they are eating, they strike up a conversation with another family who is also visiting Bucky's for the first time. They compare notes on what they have tried and what they plan to buy. Act four, after, they, after finishing their meal, the Smiths continue to explore the store. They buy some souvenirs and other items to take home with them. They also take pictures to remember their first visit to Bucky's. Act five, <laughs> final act, as they are leaving the store, they are already planning their next visit to Bucky's. They are grateful for the, for the great food, friendly staff, and overall experience of visiting the store. The end. It's, wow. it, it's, but it's, like, yeah, that's a one line prompt. And it it's very generic, but it's kind of hilarious. Like you could be more specific yeah. with it, and you'll probably get better results. But just the fact that it, it can it, it can that. create all of that, you know what I mean? I was the first one. It started with it was like fade in, and then it was you know it had people uh, it, like a proper screenplay. It wasn't act one, act two. It had people speaking and you know dialogue with with uh, action breaks. It was. It's kind of impressive,
1: honestly. For me, the thing that like I'm I could see all of its applications in like, you know, structurals because at writing hey, is it seems great for like random copywriting shit. Yeah. Writing is a lot of structure. It seems great as a thought starter. Mm-hmm. It's like if you need to start thought like if you're if you have writers have a writer's block, throw in a prompt, run it like five times, copy and paste that. There you go. There's your starting point. Like it, it's not obviously going to be all the way there, but. At least it's something like I just told it, write some R rated jokes about video editing.
3: <laughs> wow,
1: it wrote me 10 jokes. It said, Uh, here, I'll just pick a number one through 10. I'll give you uh, the joke. What do you got? Either one. Oh, of sorry, one through 10. Seven. Seven. Why was the video editor banned from the editing software? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> See, like this one isn't even funny. He was caught using the program for adult purposes. That's <laughs> not even funny. It's not like even a joke. He was editing
2: porn on the job. That's yeah. basically it. Uh, Chris, you got you got one. Yeah. Why did the editor use Premiere Pro? Because it was cutting edge software. See, like, they're terrible jokes. They're fucking terrible jokes. Oh, but the fact God. is,
1: they exist. You know, that's that's what's kind of kind of cool yeah. about it. I guess. Why, why
2: did the Premiere Pro user always win at cards? Because he, he knew was cutting how to, the deck. He knew how to shuffle and cut the deck.
1: Oh, there you go. There you go. It's um, you know, it it is what it is. You Amy, you messing with this thing at all or not not really? Yeah,
0: I am. I had to uh I had to grab my phone to get the code to <laughs> verify my account. Mm-hmm. Um I'm this is kind of a long story. Um I my prompt was write a story about three friends who run a production company.
1: You so. know what you, you know what you can do now. Like if you said that's too long of a story, you see how at the bottom it has that little bar with like a little yep. uh, airplane. You can type in uh, that's too long, make it shorter. Okay, like it's. I t-
0: mean, it's not that long. I well, just kind of no, yeah. it's really not that long.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm going to. Uh, whatever. I'll read it. As you can I also
1: write. It. You can also tell it like. Summarize that, and yeah. it'll sum- summarize that in two sentences. And that's
2: that's the beauty of this device, this program. Is like it's pretty fucking responsive. Why did the Brazil team not score any goals against Croatia? Because they were hawkless <laughs> It's terrible. <clears throat> it's because they so, were Paul overwhelmed. Is that what that says? Yeah, okay, are
0: you ready for this? <laughs> Three friends, Jack, Emily, and David, start their own production company, Triple J Productions. (laughs) I have no idea why it's called Triple Triple J. J. They create a successful short film and their company grows. Despite challenges and setbacks, they continue to produce high quality films and TV shows. As their company grows, they remain dedicated to their vision and achieve even greater success. Triple J Productions becomes a leading name in the entertainment industry that's the story that's the well that's the summary i, gonna, I, oh, okay, I said okay. summarize that in five sentences all right yeah I like um, that I mean,
1: there's no uh there's no uh um hardship there but hey no, you know well, what there
0: might well there was
1: oh there was but i mean it. we
0: it said despite many challenges and setbacks so things oh, so that's happen what it, yeah, we okay, don't so know, know what are they challenges were and setbacks. we don't really know what that was i was um, trying to
1: write um i told it this is what i told it. i said <coughs> write a funny podcast segment about video production featuring two editors discussing the nuances of working with clients who make annoying requests and constantly change their mind. Cause I thought if it can write sizzle reel, I found this other program called play.ht that if you feed enough of your voice into it, it can auto generate like your voice. So I was like, Oh, We'll feed every episode of sizzle reel into it. It can process all that. This thing can write all the
2: scripts. Then sizzle reel can just be automated. We don't have to fucking do it. I think if we can get these both to work, we're going to drop an AI generated episode episode without, without telling the sizzler and just see what happens. You know, we'll see. So Kevin,
1: you are gonna have to try to pick that one out, bud. You too, Joe,
2: Joe, you might not even hear it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Joe might've given up on the show at that point. Um, (laughs) If we had more Joe voicemails, we could make an AI character of him. Oh. Um, but, so I told it to make this podcast segment. I copy and pasted this into Slack for you guys. So let's try to to, to do a table read of this podcast segment that it created. Okay, It gave us three characters, the narrator, Jake, and I, Samantha. I can open it now, right? You can open it now. Okay. I, I didn't want you to read it earlier. Yeah. Uh, the narrator, Jake, and Samantha. I'm going to be the narrator. Uh, Chris, you can be Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy, you can be Samantha. Unless you guys want to do like a gender swapped version, that's cool too. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, um, but I'll be the narrator. So okay, <clears throat> all right. Uh, you know what you you know who you're gonna be. You're gonna, is, how are you gonna do it? You're Jake or Samantha? Sure. Yeah, I feel good about Jake. Okay, great. Um, <clears throat> all right, here we go. Let me pull it up because <laughs> <laughs> right. I accidentally ran it twice, so I don't want to read the wrong one. Okay. Welcome to the Cutting Room Floor podcast, where we discuss all things video production. Today, we have two veteran video editors, Jake and Samantha, joining us to talk about working with clients. Hey,
2: Samantha, remember that one client who kept changing their mind about what they wanted in the video?
0: Oh, yeah, I totally remember that. It was like they couldn't make up their mind to save their life. And every time they changed their mind, it meant more work for us. Ugh, don't even get me started. It's like they think we have nothing better to do than sit around and wait for them to make up their mind.
2: And then when they finally do settle on something, they expect us to just magically make it happen.
0: Right? It's like they don't even realize that video production takes time and planning. And it's not like we can just snap our fingers and make the vision come to life. Exactly. It's a process. And sometimes their requests are just impossible.
2: Yeah. Like that one time they wanted a shot of a unicorn flying through a rainbow.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't think unicorns are real, let alone capable of flying through rainbows. And
2: even if they were, I don't think the budget would allow for it.
0: Oh my God. Definitely not. (laughs)
2: Thanks for joining us
1: on the Cutting Room Floor Podcast, where we discuss the hilarious and sometimes frustrating world of video production. Tune in next time for more laughs and
2: insights. Well, <laughs> so, th- so that's kind of like a fantastical version of our, our day-to-day day-to-day day to day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not wrong. It's, it's not, not too wrong. It's not wrong.
0: I mean, obviously, They kept saying like change their mind, make up their mind. The, okay. Some so of the language was repetitive. It sounded like a robot. So, so what I wrote
1: back to it as a, as a note, I gave it a note. I said, they need to disagree more. Cause I was like, this is yeah. too, they're oh, all just sure. saying the same thing. And it wrote back to me it wrote back this so i'm gonna um i'm gonna put this in slack and uh it wrote it didn't write it wrote a scene back to me basically from this show so we're gonna uh kind of kind of go through it sorry one second i gotta just kind of um format this so we don't get a big old wall of text in the uh in the slack love All a right. big old wall, Build so, the wall. Then, <laughs> so this right here is what it sent back so i i said <clears throat> they need to disagree more and then we'll take the scene from there. They need to disagree more. Okay. On three.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Are we starting from...
1: Yeah, from the one I just sent.
0: But from Chris and I's line. Yeah. Okay. Disagree disagree more? More?
2: Yes, Jake and Samantha, disagree more. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. We're here to discuss video production, not to argue with each other.
0: Yeah, I agree. We want to provide valuable insights and information for our listeners, not create conflict.
1: Well, I understand your concerns, but hear me out. Disagreeing can actually be
2: a good thing. It, it can lead to more creative solutions and better discussions. I see what you're saying, but I still think it's important to approach these discussions with a sense of professionalism and respect.
0: Agreed. We don't want to turn our podcast into a debate club.
1: I understand your perspective, but there's a fine line between respectful disagreement and constructive criticism. As long as you both remain respectful and open-minded, a little disagreement can be a good thing.
2: Well, I suppose we can try to disagree more, but let's make sure we do it in a way that doesn't compromise the quality of our discussions.
0: Agreed. (laughs) Let's focus on providing valuable insights and information for our listeners. And if that means disagreeing from time to time, so be it.
1: Great! I'm glad that you're both open to the idea. Let's continue the discussion and see where it takes
0: us. Can you uh, can you this. can you tell the fucking thing to make the female like not so fucking agreeable? Like, why does Samantha every the start of every line for Samantha is. Agreed. agreed. It's like, bitch, can you have your own opinion? I
2: love that, that Jake and Samantha's response was to argue with the narrator. It was like, no, we're, we're going
0: to agree more and we're going to disagree with
1: you. Uh, so I'm telling you, this is why I think it's really cool is because like that is a crazy concept that like you don't even consider. Like, yeah, what, like the concept introduces a four like almost a fourth character which is like you creating the like the writer becomes why were
2: we arguing with the narrator
0: yeah it's (laughs) no idea that was not what it's it's cool it It
1: like it almost like it is generates new ideas and and it's it's more of like a thought starter that's why i really do think that there is a lot of value in in ai obviously that script fucking blows it's kind of hilarious but if you take that form, and you rewrite a lot of the lines, you actually can make something really fucking cool. I, I like what s- if Jake and Samantha decide to team up and they say they put out a hit on the narrator, and suddenly <laughs> it's like a Quentin Tarantino, like weirdo. Quentin <laughs> Tarantino meets uh, who's the guy who wrote like uh, John Malkovich? Was it uh, um, oh, Charlie the- Kaufman, right? It's like, or did Spike Jones direct it? Yeah, but yeah, Kaufman yeah, wrote yeah. It I was thinking it's like counts. Kaufman Tarantino, like weirdo, yeah. fucking craziness, and you can. Like I would have never even thought of this as a as a concept, right? Yeah, so it's just a little bit nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just uh it's quite ridiculous i did I did tell it though, Amy, to make the female not so agreeable, let her lead the conversation more. and this is what they wrote back. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, okay, so we're starting at narrator here, right uh, it's It's the one I just sent seven oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, Jake and Samantha, I have a suggestion for you. (laughs) Instead of both of you agreeing with each other all the time, how about letting Samantha
2: take the lead (laughs) in the conversation? Be a little less agreeable. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) We've always approached these discussions as a team, with both of us contributing equally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. I'm not sure I want to be the one leading the conversation all the time. How about just I understand your
1: concerns, but hear me out. By allowing Samantha to take the lead, it will create a more dynamic and interesting discussion for our listeners.
0: Well, I suppose I could try to take the lead more, but I don't want to step on Jake's toes or make him feel left out.
2: Don't worry about me, Samantha. I'm happy to let you take the lead if you think it will make for a better discussion.
0: Okay, I'll try to take the lead more and see how it goes.
1: Great! I'm glad you're both open to the idea. <laughs> Let's see how the conversation flows with Samantha taking the lead.
0: Samantha did not; wish <laughs> she was so happy. <laughs> I love <how laughs> our
2: first line was, "I agree."
0: I agree. <laughs> I'm done
2: with this. Thing. It, it does kind of. I will say it writes on the level of like a 14 or 15 year old in English class. Like yeah, it's it's yeah. not it's not completely wrong. It's just like it's kind of uncanny valley right now. Super uncanny. But but to
1: imagine that this is almost like the first. Yeah, this has been around for a week. Yeah. yeah, This is like the first like user friendly approach to it. Imagine where this is going to be in five years. You know what I mean? Um, I'm writing. The client comes in and asks. I agree. The client comes in and asks why they're doing a podcast and not editing the video. And we'll just kind of see where it takes. us. Wow.
2: This is some real uh, world
1: shit. Uh, it's gonna take a second to generate because it's writing it. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh,
2: so and, and we'll something read this else one will be the last. W- one when you when you enter the prompt into it, it doesn't just like take time to think and then give you a wall of text. It types it all out kind of live, so you, yes. you can kind of read along with it. It's a lot it's, of fun. It's really cool, man.
1: I, I honestly like am super excited about this technology. Like, I, I wish I had more time to like. To, to not, like, actually have to worry about making rent and shit like that. Yeah. Because then I would fuck with this all the time and make, like... Honestly, you can make a whole YouTube channel where you'd go... All you do is make videos based on AI scripts. Also, Chris, I know
2: you have to fucking be somewhere, so this will... Oh, no, no. I was just I was just uh, replying to Lisa finishing a walk. um Chris is going for a chicken sandwich crawl tonight. I'm going to miss a chicken sandwich, but I'm
1: going to be there for the rest of it. Okay. This is looks like it's going to be the last one because it ends up with... <laughs> Um, kind of a, a, a tune-in kind of CTA. But uh, I told it. The client comes in and asks why they're doing a podcast <laughs> and not editing the video. So I here we go. I love the
0: narrator's like... Here we go. It's a character. Uh,
1: Jake and Samantha, it looks like we have a surprise guest joining us today. Uh,
0: Are you going to also uh, be the client?
1: Hi, I'm the client you've been discussing on your podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you're sitting around talking about video production instead of actually editing my video.
2: Well, uh, we were just taking a break to record this podcast. We'll get back to editing your video soon.
0: Yeah, we wanted to provide some valuable insights and information (laughs) for our listeners about the video production (laughs) process. Uh,
1: I see. Well, I appreciate the effort, but I hired you to edit my video, not make a podcast. Uh, of course, we understand. We'll get
2: back to we'll get back to work on your video right away.
0: We apologize for the misunderstanding. Ugh. We'll make sure to prioritize your project and get it done as quickly and efficiently as possible.
1: Uh, thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing the final product. Thanks for joining us on the Cutting Room Floor podcast where we discuss all things video production. Tune in next time for more laughs and insights.
0: Why, why I, is the narrator doing also, this
1: hilarious idea? I guess
0: uh, Samantha didn't learn anything from the Samantha just keeps agreeing. She just keeps agreeing. Like, Samantha has yet to take the lead on anything.
2: Um It's fucking hilarious though. This
0: was funny though.
2: Why, why are why are you recording a podcast instead of editing our videos? Sounds like a real complaint a client might have. And yeah, Samantha's
0: response was that we needed to provide value to our listeners. She was it's like true. fuck your video. That's
2: that's what we would say.
0: We got the sizzlers to, you know, the to si- talk to.
1: The sizzlers are are out here doing the most and hopefully they go check out um ChatGPT because it's um kind of kind of crazy it's man. It's kind of fun. It's it's I just asked it to write some uh, potential Seinfeld episodes where the characters are video editors instead of being who they are oh, um,
0: oh that's a good one
1: they're not <laughs> says, kramer begins dabbling in video editing and creates a viral video featuring a dancing chicken <laughs> however he soon realizes that the chicken's owner is seeking compensation for the use of the
3: footage <laughs> oh my so god
1: ridiculous That's uh pretty good though i mean yeah man i don't know like all that is to say, it's a, uh, it's a great little, little, uh, kind of program to fuck around with. Yeah. Know? It's a lot of fun. It's maybe not
2: like the best program to, to pull up on a podcast. Cause now we're all like, I just want to play with this. I know. But I, know. I think I have something to, once we talk about what we learned last week, I've, uh, I, I yes. asked it to say goodbye to our video production podcast listeners. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. we'll get there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um Amy, you got anything you want to
1: say further about AI and writing and stuff like that? I I don't really have it, have anything.
0: I don't I mean for, I'm happy for the introduction and uh looking forward to playing around with it. But that's about it.
1: I think it's going to be cool in terms of uh I guess being able to take transcripts and like cut them
2: down, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean it's a it's just another tool to use to you know, help with the creative process. I think so. I, th- I, I do
2: think the scripts that it generates, like it's, it is a great starting point yeah. and you know, a halfway decent writer can take it and kind of punch it up and turn it into a decent script. Well also like just
1: the way it generates prompts, like, I mean <clears throat> like this thing that it gave me a potential outline. Like what I read to you is one point from the Seinfeld outline, right? Mm-hmm. But it had, it generated a storyline for every character So it was like Jerry's working on a stand-up special and he hires Elaine to edit it. But then Elaine is pursuing a new romantic interest and she keeps fucking the edit up. George is hired with editing a corporate training video, but he becomes too sarcastic and passive aggressive and gets fired. (laughs) Kramer accidentally makes a viral video and then gets sued by the person for using their chicken.
3: And then they all all go to a
1: video editing conference and chaos ensues because they're all trying to get industry recognition or whatever. So it's like, that, Honestly, that sounds an like a incredible, project. incredible start for for an episode. Yeah, like, and you could take this, just change the names of all the people, and suddenly you have a like. You could make that into a pretty funny short. Like, yeah. it'd be weird, and
2: you'd have to, re, you'd obviously have to write it. You got to make it good. I think you maybe know? that's something that we task Flora with for our. Social media, and we start doing some of these kind of prompts, yeah. and uh, seeing where it takes us. Yeah, when she gets, yeah, when she gets back from her gambling fucking escapades, <laughs> <laughs> turns out that uh, I didn't hit that that bet, that parlay. Oh, poor because Chris. Argentina, that last second goal from Holland, yeah, it, yeah. it fucked me over. It cost me twenty one dollars and fifty cents. I hate oh, Argentina. That sucks. Um, Chris, you want to do what we learned last week? Yeah, let's do it. Right. What we learned. Last week, so this week I learned something about Charles Lindbergh. Now, why don't you kick us off, Chris? <laughs> God damn it, every time. So, when I was in, I think it was the third grade in the the gifted class, we had to do a presentation about like a famous person, uh, or like you know, a historical you know, figure, exactly. Cool. And, uh, the gifted teacher, she flew planes, uh, so she kind of inspired me to learn about Charles Lindbergh. So I did a presentation on him and like he, he was, you know, as a child, he was like one of the people who I was like, Oh, this is a really cool dude. Yeah. Uh, what I did not know about him. I knew about the baby. I knew about all that. I did not know that he was a Nazi sympathizer. Did you Fox guys know Charles that? Lindbergh. Damn I, it. I had no idea about this. So
0: it's so it's, many people.
2: He, he's he, he's almost like
1: those Argentinians. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> so wait, I uh, thought they were just Nazis.
1: Yeah, and sympathizers too. I hate Argentina. That's gonna be my new like character arc here. I'm gonna like develop hatred for Argentinians.
2: Apparently, at some point, he like accepted uh, an award uh, presented to him on behalf of the Führer, and Jesus, Christ. He, he like he uh, like pushed for. Uh, he, he urged Congress to negotiate with Hitler. Like he was eh, like, he's wow, on record of saying is like, we're not all created equally. Shit that's like so that. Fucked up. I had no idea, man. It's Fucking crazy, man. Charles Lindbergh
1: canceled. Dan, I'm, canceling him, I'm canceling him right now. I heard Amelia Earhart got eaten by crabs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, did, I did say that the other day. That is true. That, we were talking about conspiracy theories. That's, not,
1: that's a good one. Yeah. It's not what I learned, but that's what I heard. Yes. Uh, Amy, you got one?
0: I do. Mine's kind of fucked up, but it was like the first, I was like, this week was so crazy. What did I actually learn? And the first thing that popped into my head was something really sad. But I learned that HelloFresh is kind of in hot water right now because they're apparently accused of using one of their, they're accused of using a supplier of coconut milk that is known for monkey slave labor in Thailand which <laughs> did not just, know that like, was even I a didn't thing. know that that was even a thing but it sounds so fucked up that the it says the animals are chained whipped beaten and forced to spend long hours picking coconuts and they basically steal these animals like from their group when they're really young and f- force them into labor for like the next 10 years so I gotta go Donkey Kong. we gotta right? save these monkeys the man.
1: craziest part is that horses have been doing this for their entire life their That's entire true. existence like we yeah. use horses all the time and but cows yeah. and shit like this that. this is why
2: king kong was mm-hmm. so
1: angry he was pissed yeah. yeah he was like i'm i'm stepping up for for the, my little coconut friends Aww, you man. know but mm-hmm. poor king Kong, how many how many coconuts do you think king kong could hold in one hand
0: Oh. oh multiple trees so, for I'm going, sure. I'm going, I'm, going, going think it's about, I'm
2: going with about a dozen. A dozen? You, you think is think that think... small? I don't know. I what, think coconuts are they're very round, you know, like it's it's difficult to hold lots of round, round things. things. I okay. think he
0: could grab up like like. 10 I, trees. You know about
1: the lime guy, right? What? The lime and the coconut? No, no. Oh, you're about to learn about something. Guy. I, I can, I can hold twelve coconuts guaranteed. Like it, with both my arms. Why can't I hold all these limes? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. I definitely. That's that. a classic. I, I think that I could hold twelve coconuts in my arms like this. I so, was, I was talking about the palm of a hand. Yeah, but a King Kong is way bigger than me. Like King, King Kong's, Kong's hand, hand is
0: probably bigger is, than this room. King
1: Kong. Yeah. King Kong's hands bigger than my two arms. Like he could definitely hold. I think probably 40 to 40 to 60 coconuts in one hand. I don't. Well, I would let's, say that's what I'm just saying. OK, I'm not a human being based, based on that. I'm, I'm going, going with about. Bean. I'm still going with about 20. Chris just pulled up a picture of King Kong holding a full grown adult ass human in one hand. She's like five foot two. She's not five foot two. She might be because I just did a spectral analysis. She's okay. five foot six. Um,
2: but, but like, did look at this
1: one Did you update your um, That's your, a classic You updated your your guess from 12 to what 15 you said
2: I, I went with 20. I 20. with 20
1: Fair enough uh, I don't know if that's right Okay ciabatta bread was invented in
2: 1982 I, well, I think I was I, aware of that I didn't know that It's fucking crazy It was invented. How do
0: you invent bread? So there's a
2: whole list of foods that were invented in the last like 30
1: years and it will blow your mind. That guy basically, he was an Italian guy and he really liked French bread or he liked the idea of French bread. But I guess he just didn't like that the French were making it and he wanted to make a version (laughs) of it that was Italian. So he did his best to kind of come up with that same idea and it ended up becoming ciabatta bread. And part of the marketing of it was like this is like old school italian bread but really it was made in the 80s and it actually helped like revive italy's economy in the 80s because it became such a big hit oh, wow
2: so yeah ciabatta bread 82 ciabatta bread is only 40 years old That's that is wild wild i, I asked know that chat chibi how many coconuts can king kong kong hold and it said it is impossible to determine accurately how many coconuts King Kong, a fictional character, could hold. Uh-huh. It's a gi- King Kong is a giant gorilla like creature, and the number of coconuts he could hold would depend on his size and strength, as well as the size of coconuts in question. ChatGPT <laughs> is like an actually guy. Actually. Actually,
1: it's a fake creature. It's like, but yeah, I mean look, the point is. Chibata is only 40 years old. Joe Biden is twice as old as Chibata bread. <laughs> More. Jo- Joe Biden was 40 when Chibata bread was invented.
3: That's, <laughs> that's fucking stupid. That's, <laughs> that's so dumb. Like
1: the, the first time he got a chance to try it, he was probably like, I don't know, man. That's too new for me. <laughs> like, I'm not trying new bread. Bread's been good my entire new life. Bread. You know what I mean? It's uh, fucking wild. Um, that's it, I think, right?
2: Anything else? Oh, I guess we can talk about where people can find us and shit. We can, but I'd rather read a message from Chat GPT to our listeners. Okay. Yeah, go for it. You, you don't want to. This is it. This is the last thing. Yeah. I mean, at Sizzle Gang, everywhere. <laughs> Shishkin Productions, call us 332 333 4361. Yeah, you've heard it all. No, we're not going to add anyone with this shit. Who cares? It's, it's been an hour. Let's finish this shit out. All right, let's do it. To our dear sizzlers, we say goodbye and thank you for tuning in to our video production podcast. It has been a pleasure sharing our knowledge and experiences with you, and we hope that you have found our discussions informative and entertaining. We are grateful for your support and for being such an engaged and enthusiastic audience. We hope that you will continue to follow our work and keep in touch with us. Until next time, goodbye and happy video production.
0: <laughs> okay, wait, really quick. We say happy
2: editing sometimes. Yeah, That's we do. We nuts.
0: do. Do Either of you want to know what food was invented the year you were born?
1: Yes. Yes. All we're, right. We were born so, the same year. So
0: yes, I know where that was easy. Okay. we gonna- close
1: the show out with uh, some some song from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, the like main one.
0: Um. Okay. So I'm gonna start with my year, which is 1987, and Snapple iced tea was invented in 1987. Apparently, really. You know what's wild to me? Yeah. What?
1: No, tell me what's what. Well. Well, I just—I I have I have trouble believing that. I, you can't say iced tea was invented in. 87.
0: Snapple iced tea. So, Snapple so probably put Snapple. It in a bottle. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they probably became a company and started making Snapple iced tea.
1: All right, eighty-seven Snapple. Wait, what were you gonna say? Right. you saying something. Like.
0: Uh, well, like, fucking, like Sour Patch Kids were on here and stuff in the '80s. And I'm like, I can't believe that like ciabatta bread and sour patch kids were invented <laughs> around the <laughs> same time. So silly. It That's just wild. doesn't sound right. Anyway, um what was invented in, in 1990 In nineteen ninety. Oh my god, my computer. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble scrolling. Okay, in nineteen ninety. <laughs> this is so crazy. Campbell's cream of broccoli soup was invented. Hell yeah. Oh my god. Hell whatever. yeah,
3: whatever.
1: Cream. I didn't know I didn't even know broccoli could cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just got to end it there
1: See ya
2: <laughs> A Shishkin Productions Podcast